hopefully we'll capture. So the idea with this is Gary that we, we'll just do like 10 minutes on this. So the idea yeah. is that uh, we just get a few few of the things that you do uh, that helps you be more effective and productive. So the idea is that you know we're always work in progress. So if we can make some small adjustments, we can be a little bit more effective and productive, and then we can build on that for ourselves and our teams and so on. And you know you do huge number of projects and so on. So what what is it a particular thing that you do that you find really helps? Um, you sort of really organize your day or get the most out of your day. And, and I know you're a student of these things. So what, what sort of things do you, uh, well, first of all, please just say a little bit about you and then, then we'll just answer that question. No worries, yes. So it's, I'm Gary Rhodes and I'm just passionate really about life. And of course, all of the things that we do is hopefully to enhance the way we feel. So whether it's through exercise, nutrition, everything plays a part and, um, you know, everything's information. So. You know, I'm really committed to try and helping uh, myself with a stronger version um, to have the quality relationships. And then how do we then take whatever this complexity is and make it simple and help as many people as we can understand yeah. it? And, and that's really what we're trying to do here at Dexter Strong and Bone Strong. Amazing. And so is there a particular, so you obviously have this sort of wish to, you know, realize your potential and your, you know, your, your capabilities and so on. And obviously there's a particular interest in bone health and you're doing incredible stuff on that front but but is there sort of a particular technique or a particular approach you do in your every you know average day to sort of yeah. set yourself up what, what yeah, sort of things would that be please no so yeah no a, a great question i think for me it's just rituals regulates the consistency of not what you do once in a while it's what you do consistently every day and yeah, yeah. you know me and my partner have uh, what we call we, we practice them as rituals regularly meaning every single morning when we wake up um, you know, that's really when the, when the day begins. And before we go into the external world and get everything coming at us, whether it's the kids, the grandkids, or the work, or employees, or anything, we have to set ourselves up to be, you know, fully optimised. And what does that mean? It means that before we go into the crazy world and answer and getting any technologies, we have to look at, um, the, you know, first of all, getting out of bed and taking care of business. Because I think a lot of people say, do you know, you can go to the toilet, do you go straight into your rituals? I'm like, no, no, take care of business. Um, but of course, it comes back to, for me, breathing, you know, there's things I do every single day without fail. I, you know, whether it's a Deepak Chopra, 21 day meditation, it'll be some form of gratitude of 50 yeah. minutes. When you're waking up in the morning, you know, before I jump out of bed and sort of hit the day, um, yeah. I will play some form of a gratitude guided meditation just to visualize and be grateful for the things that we have now. People might think that's yeah. a bit corny, but, you know, without gratitude, we truly forget the things that matter in life. So it's just the simple things. And I may only spend five or 10 minutes doing that. This morning was about 15 minutes with Deepak Chopra on abundance. Yeah. Um, so once I do a 15-minute gratitude, then I look at some form of exercise. Um, and whether that's on a power plate that I have in my house, which is right. whole body, whole body vibration, it's only 90 seconds to do a nitric oxide dump. Um, and then I'll get in a sauna. I have something called sauna space, which is red light photobiomodulation in a protected emf with a grounding mat so in those eight or nine minutes i get full benefits of the near infrared which is the benefit that the sun gives you uh, to fully optimize um, and it's grounded as well so i'm completely protected from any of these bad technologies and then i get straight into my ice tub um, and i get in there for around two minutes so i get heat shock proteins cold shock proteins uh, and then yeah. I get a shower and get ready for my day. So it doesn't take too long. Within about yeah. 15, 20 minutes, you know, I've pretty much uh, got myself fully optimized and ready for the day. That's that's amazing. And yeah, and you're taking, you know, taking the understanding of different elements of biology and 
and activating the whole system and your immune system and, and just sort of just being really uh, really ready and, and getting everything sort of uh, aligned uh, in, in a very efficient way. That's, that's the most efficient um, morning ritual covering a whole bunch of bases that I've come across. Yeah, simple but effective. So how long did it take you to develop this? And because this is obviously something that you hold over a period of period of study and practice. You know what? It, it, yeah, everything comes over time, and you, you know things fall in and falls out. I always say to people, forget what you know. It's, it's what you can do versus what you will do. You know, so yeah. we, can, we can write a whole list of what you might, what's beneficial for you. But we're all very busy people, and we tend to react. You know, when we're in reactive mode, we're not proactive. So if there's one thing that I knew early on that I had to get sorted out was my internal world. And, you know, being able to travel with, um, you know, Tony Robbins and, you know, be, be introduced to a world of just such a level of speed. Um, then if you don't sort your own internal world out, then you hit the you hit the, the stresses. And then before you know it, the mm. tail's wagging the dog. And then you get yeah. run down, you get tired and you're not effective. You know, so if you truly want to be not just effective, but healthy, you know, because... That's what we ultimately want to be is that you have to find things that serve you. You know, silly things like making sure you get to bed on time. Sleep is the number one thing. So it's not about what you do when you're actually awake. It's making sure that you're getting that deep delta wave of sleep and making sure that, you know, you're resting. Most people are working out and they actually should be working in. To work out is to give energy. To work yeah. is to build up energy. So, you know, over the last, certainly the last decade, things have changed because what I tried to do was not really achievable consistently. Um, throughout life so you know I adapt it where no matter what happens is unless there's an emergency I always give myself the first hour always you know selfishly we should be selfish selfish is a good thing because if we're not taking this care of ourselves we can't take care of anybody else so it's just simple I want to move the body you know the body's been laying down for you know seven or eight hours depending on how long you've slept so we want to move yeah. the body we want to get hydration we want to look at, you know, moving the body, you know, challenging the body and setting ourselves up for whatever the day comes out of. We've already taken ourselves to a level that's been challenged. So, you know, for me, it's 20, 25 minutes a morning and it has taken me a long time to get to this, but I know what works um, versus what I could do that I'll end up slipping off the uh, the bandwagon and not doing it. No, that's, that's incredible. I, and, and as you say, you know, we are whatever uh, our sort of, you know, we are the sum total of the capability that we bring to the fore of ourselves so unless yeah. we're investing and exploring and uh, adjusting and optimizing as you say um, you know you leave a lot of potential untapped and uh, and you you know your productivity is a fraction of what it could be absolutely amazing and uh, so just related to that um, are you doing anything in particular which um, helps you be more more effective and productive with your team so that was the other question. So obviously you're doing a whole stack of very impactful things in a very efficient way. And are there sort of, you know, one thing that maybe you do with the team or the people, you know, you've got lots of projects and so on that, that helps you, you know, bring to the fore, bring to the fore, um, you know, the, 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 the productivity and the effectiveness of the team and, you know, have that sort of, um, you know, sort of that, that sort of, ever-growing sort of productivity if you like yeah so in terms of optimizing myself is number one but once i do that you want them to be in an environment and around people that are sort of with all due respect you know um achieving the same sort of things wants the same desires to be you know successful and whether that's financially or whether that's whatever area 
then, then of course, we look at optimizing all of the workforce that we have, and you know that might be the resources that we can put out there. Um, so particularly with with our staff, and we have multiple different companies and multiple different uh, multiple different uh, uh, employees um, with all different needs, all different types of challenges. So we always look at something called PPF, which is personal, professional, financial goals. Because when we talk about the financial element, um, it all stems back to how healthy an individual is. Because people want to sort of run to try and you know maybe potentially earn the potential money wise but we don't want to sacrifice the health to get there that's what i see so many people doing so first and foremost is to make sure that you're aligned or our staff are aligned to not just come in to have a job to get money generally the people that we we end up working with is people that are aligned to the bigger goal the bigger mission making money i'm not saying it's easy but if you're in the on the right train on the right track you want to make sure then you're with the right people and to do that you want to make sure that we're addressing their needs. So from a personal perspective, an example might be there's a lady that's working for us that would like a house in York. You know, she said it's half a million. She won't mind me sharing this, you know, but we have to have an employer. I want to look at how I can help her achieve the personal goals. You know, a lot, a lot of employers do this, believe it or not, but, you know, they want yeah. to come to work and work and build money for the business. But I really genuinely in the team here, uh, management, care about every single member of staff. And how can yeah. we help you optimise your personal you know, your personal goals, and then also your financial goals, because what can we do for you, whether it's in a business, what course can we put you on to enhance you professionally? And when you mirror these two together, we have yeah. to look at it like a vehicle. If we're all stood in a circle, we're looking at a vehicle in the middle, and it's that yeah. vehicle that's going to help all of us achieve the financial goals. But how do we also make sure we hit the personal goals? Because it's not all financial. People want more time with the loved ones. So we look at results-based performances. And we want to help you achieve your goals. And we also want to achieve ours as a business. But collectively, we have to recognize that this vehicle is what's going to get us all to what we all want. So when you mirror alignment and goals and optimize the health and give them the tools and strategies that's needed, silly things like the rituals, then it's very difficult for that individual to not be more than waist deep because now they're not showing up because they have to. They're showing up to work because they want to, because it means, mm. you know, really they're working for themselves. I want to help provide a vehicle for you to have the best quality of life with your partner, uh, not just having time, but actually be drunk in consciousness and have awareness with your family, with your friends and have the best relationships. And to do that, you know, you have to be doing something that you love. And that's what I'm really, I can't wait to get up in the morning and I don't want to go to, to bed at night. I always say to people, I don't know what's going to kill me first, excitement or happiness. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Well, the thing is, obviously you've got that awareness, that perception, and then you have the ability to be able to not only, I mean, the thing is, because you're investing so much time in this yourself, you've got a real level of um, certainty about it and 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 um, capabilities around this. And then, you know, you've got then the confidence to share it with other people. And, you know, you're then transmitting a particular energy, then they're sort of reflecting some of that energy, working on it for themselves. And then the, the, the net result is, as you say, people have a transformed existence. Um, but your customers then have a transformed sort of experience and all of a sudden, you know, the results that your people are producing are, you know, off the charts. Absolutely. And I think when you say it, um, I'm confidently, it's, it's almost like a responsibility. I think we all have a responsibility to whatever information we get that fully serves us. It's our responsibility yeah. to share that with others. I mean, everybody's emotionally constipated. And I say that with love because we're carrying the back catalogue of traumas and wounds that we've not yet healed. So it's not yeah. as simple as maybe opening a business and then a bone strong and a dexter strong and a this machine and a, a whatever product anybody's selling or it, that's, that's great. 
but we have to start at the forefront is to dealing with not going back and sitting on a couch and counseling, but we have to recognize we're an emotional beings. And the way we feel in any given moment is selecting which personality we want. If we're fearful, if we're resentful, if we're angry, we're going to not be the strongest version of ourselves. So, you know, we're working really hard alongside a lot of great emotional well-being advocates that melt the glue. Because when, when you swallow and suppress an emotion and bury it alive, it stays alive. And it only shows up down the line. So most people are walking around, unfortunately, at a nine. And all they need is a push, somebody to say something in the wrong way, and they're already at level 10. And then if that's not who they are, they're wounded. We're all wounded. We're in fact, we're, we're all trying to unplug ourselves. But the reality is we're all conscious, loving beings that really, really want to be the strongest version. But some people, unfortunately, have lost the GPS system and don't know how to get back on track. So this yeah. is much more than rituals and businesses. I think it's for all of us to talk, try and get back down to a level two and a three. And we're, of course, we're going to get provoked or anything, but it doesn't derail us. We can stay true to who we are because, as you and I both know, life can shape you to be somebody that you're not so it's our job to try and make sure we stay on the path of what truly matters in life which is relationships connections you know and truly to enjoy enjoy life with one another we can only do that if we vibrate in a higher frequency to serve and to give and to be fulfilled yeah no, no, it's amazing um Gary, we could talk a long long time on this topic but I mean, I, I want to sort of come to the uh, the bone part of what you're doing. So obviously, this is uh, sorry, I was one of the children. Uh, she's back. Uh, could you go in the car? I'll be in the call for a few minutes. Okay. Um, so it, the, the bone health is obviously a, a big uh, passion of a big passion of yours. Um, what, what, I, and I know you, there's a sort of family thing, isn't there? Your your grandma has. Is that right? Or somebody in the family had... Um, yes. Yeah, osteoporosis. And uh, that was the real sort of kickstart and passion for me to to, to know that, that this is possible, theoretically, to begin with. But I was willing to try and do anything to try and look at how I can strengthen my grandmother. And, you know, and over the period of, of 23, 24 months, what we saw um, was remarkable, not just in the scans, but, you know, the independence, the psychology, uh, of a zest for life. Um, which is what why I'm so passionate because when you know what's possible, you know again it's responsibility. You feel like a, a responsibility of pressure. So then, what can we do to bring this to the world? How can we take these complex issues, simplify them, create the awareness, and then collaborate with uh, academics to you know ultimately trying to to solve problems that are currently you know literally killing people. Absolutely, it's such a serious thing as 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 you as you know. Uh, it, it, you know, because and the other thing is, as also you're aware, that osteoporosis develops over a, a, a many a many years or many decades even, and yeah. and you know there is this lack of um, uh, awareness out there that yeah. uh, you know people can have some information and some sense of agency, some proactivity. So so yeah, so we you know spend a lot of time seeing osteoporosis patients and look to um, you know make early diagnosis and reverse it. And uh, in fact, we spent we used to have a Osteo strong machine in the clinic. Uh, this is a long time ago now, um, and, and there's a there's a, another version of it called um, um, biodensity. That's what we have in our clinic. Biodensity, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. I mean, we have experience using it and using it with our patients and so on. And and so you're making this available in number of different locations. Obviously, you you've got. Uh, sites in Leeds and you're doing that elsewhere as well or 
Yeah, so, so, so what we're looking to do is like, everything's about education. So when these machines was originally sold to uh, individuals, whether it's physios or chiropractors or health centers, it really needed the, the attention to create the awareness. You put this in a gym, then it goes over people's heads. So, you know, yeah. now I've got the UK exclusive license and I'm also set on the board at the global level to see how we can have a strategy, not just locally here within the UK, but how we roll out these, these locations. Because, you know, we, we, we have a, a, a company called Bone Strong. Um, so we're looking to create the uh, education online, collaboration with universities, the Royal Osteoporosis Society, towards driving it to the solution. Now, as you and I both know, the solution's interesting, but we need to look at diagnostics. And that's one of the reasons why I collaborated with Professor Nick Harris and uh, Professor Ernie Shilders on uh, something called the Dexter Strong Muscle and Bone Health Clinic, because the journey to knowing uh, to, to bone health starts with knowing your T-score, basically knowing whether you've got normal bones, osteopenia, osteoporosis. And then we can go into sarcopenia, uh, menopause, the, the the market in terms of the demographics, whether you're a high-end athlete, like we have an eight-time world champion, right the way through to a, a senior decondition, this technology is profound in increasing people's balance, strength, and whole muscular skeletal system. So the rollout plan now, we've just opened up in South Kensington, we've opened in Cardiff, um, and we've got a strong um, development schedule to open 50 over the next 12, 18 months. We already have over 100 applications from different physio clinics um, that are going to buy a license, but we're not in the business to sell license. We're really in the business to collaborate, put our technology in there, and then create a web of like-minded people. Because I see it like petrol stations and cars. Everybody's yeah. cars, and they need access to a petrol station to charge to fill themselves up. But it's not yeah. having all these people knowing about it, but only one petrol station, she would say, in London, or just one petrol station in Leeds. So the collaboration with like-minded people that want to look at this area that's that's really unlooked, then we can collaborate with those and, and tap into the distribution channels where success to me is not just to PL, it really isn't. It's how many people are getting access to this technology and information. And that's one of the reasons why we've opened a, a, a coffee shop called Coffee Strong, creating strong communities, because it all begins with awareness, education, yeah. and let's talk on topics that matter. Now that's 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 incredible. So the um the the, the the format at the moment is they're, they're usually a part of um, a, like a physical therapy physio type of setup or are they are they just standalone um, places obviously you've got this sort of coffee element this community element that you're developing but uh, the one in Kensington how what's the format of that one yeah so the one in South Kensington is human uh, that's a functional medicine doctor a doctor um, Dr. E is a NHS doctor, he still does a Saturday to keep helping the NHS, but he also is a functional medicine doctor, really on the cutting edge. In fact, he just done something, I believe now it's public, I can tell you, um, with um, Nigel Benson, forgive me, it's Connor Ben. So he's just been done for doping. So he's, he's everything from hyperbaric chambers to the infusions to, you know, everything from blood spawns by mechanics. And one of the things that he was missing was the physical um component that we have so we've just put that into his clinic um because he's got he's got, over, he's got thousands of patients he's got a lot of high celebrities so it puts a bit of awareness on what we're doing um, mm -hmm. but generally it's, it's physical locations that have got a proven track record in business and have yeah. already built up a reputation that are trusted because you know we don't want to reinvent the wheel it, the future is always about collaboration everything that i need and want is with other people and whatever yeah. small piece of the jigsaw i can bring is to really enhance of course the commercial democratize make it affordable 
but also it's got to be a right fit. Everybody's on a different journey, but a lot of physios and chiropractors and dentists and health centers, even nursing homes, you know, we're speaking to a nursing home company that's got over 200 nursing homes that's very interested in putting a protocol into nursing homes to help the senior deconditioned individuals help get more independent, you know, and this is quite a, you know, if you was a nursing home entrepreneur, what are the nursing homes are providing a metric or a way by they can increase balance, reduce the chance of falling, increase in strength, and ultimately independence. As we all get older, you know, we're all losing one or 2% after the age of 30 and women going through the menopause can lose up to 5%. And the thing is, yeah. nobody knows until they get a depth of scan. But wherever they fit on the spectrum, whether it's normal bone, osteopenia, osteoporosis, that they can get access then to doing something to strengthen the whole skeletal system. And I always say, listen, I don't think we've got an obesity crisis. It's, it's, it's definitely something we need to look at, but it's a skeletal health crisis. So many people are physiologically becoming deconditioned because they're sitting down, they're not moving. What they're putting in the mouth is just not nutrition. So they're literally mm. not getting any nutrition. They're not moving, which then the emotions. So it's the tail's wagging the dog. So there's, there's a few things that we need to look at. Certainly bone strong and dexter strong is not one fit, does everything. We're looking at the bloods, blood markers, methylation. We have a whole host of things. So if you were to walk in dexter strong now, so the right-hand side where I'm sat, you've got three consulting rooms that have the clinical expertise to deal with everything from menopause, menopause, cardiology. And then on the left-hand side, we have the technology that's built in, of course, with a DEXA scan. In fact, behind me, um, mm. if, if you can see it, we have a fibro scan. That's another business that I'm involved in, which the fibro scan measures how fatty the liver is and how yeah. stiff it is. That'll go 500 biochemical processes. And if the liver is struggling, it doesn't tell you. So that can affect every other function in the body. So we're looking at getting that awareness out. You know, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is on the increase, I believe, by 400%. But it's something that we're not looking at, just like the bone density. We can't see somebody's bones. We can't see somebody's liver. Physiologically, we can, sorry, physiologically, we can see the muscles, but everything's attached to the bone. So we can never, ever become stronger than the foundation of this body. So importantly, I'm going to say foundation of health starts with knowing your T-score. A dentist is going to say the foundation of health starts in the mouth. And we're all correct. We're not wrong. But we need to make sure that everybody's aware that everything's connected to everything. And what is going to move the needle in certain areas? We need to make sure we're addressing things that really matter and then look at optimization. So many people are out there currently getting distracted by flashing lights and what's going to move the health. You know, really it's simple. I've written to four doctors like my mentor, Paul Check. Dr. Diet, Dr. Quiet, Dr. Happy, and Dr. Movement. And they're the four internal doctors that we have. And I call a fifth doctor out, which is Dr. Truth. That you being truthful with yourself, not that you're misleading or lying to anybody else, but you, you know, if there's anyone that you're going to be truthful to, just yeah. be honest with yourself, because from that place, you can really start to move the needle on your health. That, that, that's incredible. I mean, I, I think you, you, know, you really identify the sort of key drivers of uh, of health and then being proactive and taking responsibility and then giving people specific tactics and mechanics to you know be curious and then get information and then explore and do stuff and and then as you as you're doing collaborating with um you know established um in you know setups where you know you can leverage the uh, insights and the and the, and the sort of you know the, the connections that already exist there and the trust that already exists so that that's that's uh, really really impressive um, what to, is there anything that I can particularly help with? I mean, obviously, I'm sort of have a particular practice with osteoporosis, and you know, our clinic look. 
looks yeah, to bring well, up with that. in person, of course, that'd be great. I mean, I'm in London next week, so whether it's next week or in the near future, it'd be, it'd be, uh, I'd be very grateful to meet with you and have a further discussion because I think, you know, what you're doing is incredible. You know, your skill set, your, your, your knowledge is, is great. But knowledge is great when it's exchanged because we all see things from a different point of view. So I look mm. at what do I do best, which is not a lot. I look at how can I connect the disconnects and I say this with not an ego, a real estate with how can I influence the influencer? Uh, and let me give you an example. You know, I'm not the yeah. academic here. I'm just somebody yeah. who genuinely cares and is passionate. And I've got a proven track record in scaling businesses, um, you know, which I've learned a lot and I've had a lot of failures. But with that information and knowledge that I've gained over my two decades or more, is I want to bring that in the dynamic with academics. How can I influence, let's say, the doctors? And when I say influence, it's not really trying to sell them something that I think is going to change the world. It's presenting mm. something in a different way that they may have not had chance to look at because they're so busy, you know, specifically um, specialising in what they do. You know, a lot of great people are doing things, but they've got their head down. I've had the yeah. opportunity to see a lot of different things, certainly that don't work and things that do. And I'd have to be an idiot to not see the patterns for success. But I'm really committed and focused with the team to looking at what truly gets results in the areas that we're not getting them in. And that means the quality of our lives depend on what we do on an every, every, everyday basis. You see, when we put food in his mouth, we shouldn't be counting calories. You know, it's information. We're putting information into his bodies. We should be counting chemicals. And I think the system, the way it is right now, we have easy access to stress. We have a very clean tarmac road to um, anxiety and depression. And we can never access, access those high emotions of excitement and elation and joyfulness because we're too busy and distracted just trying to get through life. And that we have to stand back in this common sense corner and say, okay, what is it we need to do? We need to be healthy. Okay, what do I need to do? I just constantly ask myself this, probably the stupidest questions, but through that, we've got to a place now where we've actually got physical locations, incredible partners who are really committed to serving. And then with the expertise connected to that, how do we democratize it, make it affordable, and then really get it to as many people as we can? Of course, we're a business. Um, but more importantly, we are truly committed to bringing the education and awareness that so people don't know. I mean, aware, being aware that you're aware is a, is a really good starting point. And then what mm. steps can we do? Because people can't drink from a fire hydrant. You know, if I was to go and vomit this onto somebody, and this podcast may be coming out like I'm just vomiting, but we can't drink through a fire hydrant. You know, we, we have to have, yeah. you know, gentle drops to hydrate and get it into a system because the way we process information we could pretty much give somebody the, the script in, in 10 minutes of what they need to do and it'll change their life. But the reality is they did, did a different way to process it. And what can they pick out of that that they can apply in their life that's relevant? You see, I don't know what anyone's going through, but if there's something I say that resonates, then use mm. it. And if there's something I say that doesn't resonate or you actually don't think what I'm saying is to be truthful, I would encourage you to take a step further because we all have a belief system based on our references. And the one yeah. thing I like to constantly do is be willing to, ch to change like a table leg. I'll change the reference if I have a new reference that serves the better good. I I, my identity is not wrapped up in really anything. Obviously, you get attached emotionally. But if I feel that there's something that's coming in that, that I need to change that reference, then I will do. Because ultimately, that changes your belief system and how you operate and then the next things that you're going to go and do in your life. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I think um, that's really insightful. As I say, you're, you're just a student of humanity and and behavior and biology and uh, and, and and an incredible set of experiences and a, and a particular outlook that you have is really, um, you know, sets you apart from a lot of people. So you've got this sort of real understanding of you and then the value that other people are producing and then the, the uh, experience.
experience of you know bringing collaborations together and creating a lot of a uh, lot of um, benefit for everybody involved. It's uh, it's it's very unique. Um, so when I when are you in London? Uh, I believe on Wednesday. I have to confirm, but I believe I'm in London on Wednesday. Um, yeah, in South Kensington. But I'm, I'd be honoured to come and, and see you. Uh, I can let you know sometimes. I'm, I'm going to confirm that very shortly, so I can maybe send you a, a WhatsApp message or something. Yeah, please. I mean, Wednesday I'm, I'm doing uh, NHS clinics in Tunbridge Wells, so yeah, I won't be finished till quite late. I don't know whether you're staying for the day or you, you're, you're heading well, back. Uh... Well, send me some dates. I know that I'm doing some filming here this week, and I can move things around. Luckily, there's just certain days I do need to be here. We have a, um, a documentary crew that's doing stuff with us at the moment, so we kind of this week's a very busy week, but I do need to be in London one day this week. So maybe collectively we can figure out a diaries to make it fit fit yeah, both of us. So, so I think I can do. I could do Thursday, Friday, because I'm on a course, but you know, I'm sort of um, in London, London Bridge on Thursday, Friday. And then Monday, okay. I'm uh, at the Shard as well doing the clinic. So Monday, Thursday, Friday next week are actually good. Okay, let, let me come back to you uh, soon, as and um, just to drop in, actually, when we talk about biology, I was with a guy called Tony Molina, who's a phenomenal scientist and is an altitude mountain rescuer and incredible um, guy. But the one thing he said to me, which I thought was amazing, he said, biology is the first technology. And I think with that sentence, it's the not to a statement. You see, we're looking for everything external out there in the technologies. 100%. And yeah, yeah. everything that we need is within us now. And that's why I talk about the last four doctors. Everybody needs to visit them. I'm not sure whether you need to see them all in one go. And I'm also not saying if you get hit by a car that you need to go see, you know, Dr. Happy, you need to go see a surgeon. You know, but you have to be mindful as how you feel in that moment. Do I need to go, go to visit Dr. Diet because things are stressful? Yeah. See, nobody books an appointment with themselves to give themselves time. We're always reacting. So to be really truly proactive and I would say like a sniper in the kingdom of your own life, then you have to give yourself the time to repair, rejuvenate, fill your own cup up, get the energy that you need. And then, you know, if you're already a high performer, but you have all these stresses, then you haven't truly unleashed the power within you to go really optimize what you can do. You see, that's what I want people to realize that we have access to so much more abundant energy and, and clarity, you know, and everything's draining us from cognitive function to physical uh, degeneration. It's like, how can we physically become stronger and how can we emotionally become stronger? You see, mental health is probably the wrong wording, it's emotional well being. And that's what we're also focused on, which we put a lot of time and effort in to try and help people understand the, that internal voice that we have, we all have it. It's how do we melt the glue that binds all the negative emotions? You see, the story of what happened in the past is irrelevant. We just have to know what emotions you're holding onto and whether it's anger, resentment, all that resides in the body. We just, the guy I'm working with has mapped out every physical ailment to an emotional signature. And this is something that's not so much in the medical world. You go get a scan, it's never gonna show up where anger is. You know, fibro scan might show you where the fat is and stiffness. So you look at them bioenergetics and we can really see where there's stagnation and trapped emotion. So I'm really interested now and excited to explore that more because what I'm committed to is results. Whatever we're trying to find in the middle of that is interesting, but don't tell me, show me. That's my philosophy with all the team. Don't tell me, show me. Let's look at getting the results, minimum effort and the maximum out return investment on what we're looking at. And I might sound a bit commercial, for anything we do, we have to be efficient and committed to the results in the shortest time without taking shortcuts so we can direct those energies and focus onto the next things that matter. Uh, that, that makes sense. But I think it, it comes from 
you know, this um, incredible experience that you have of looking at so many different projects and over a period of time. And, you know, what I'm sensing is that you're, you're keen to have transformative value. You know, you want to generate a lot of return for given effort and participation. So, you know, no one could be left in any doubt that, you know, by engaging in the different programs, they're going to have this incredible uh, outcome. Absolutely, yeah. And I always say the only way, the only thing that matters is the way you feel in any given moment. And it may sound corny, but you know what? We have to keep checking in with ourselves because that's what we're all striving for, whether we're striving for a billion dollar business or to get the new car or to, you know, it all drives back to the fit, the way that you want to feel. If I want to buy a Ferrari, it's because I'm assuming it's going to make me feel a certain way. In general, that might even be the ego. And when we get the Ferrari, we're still unhappy. Why? Because we haven't got the fulfillment that we need. So it, it all comes back to the only thing that matters is the way that we feel. And that comes back to knowing yourself and having a good, strong relationship with your significant other, your kids, your grandkids, your surrounding family members, and then an extension, carrying that heartfelt message out to the community. And when you care, people feel it. You know, people talk a good game, but when you truly mean what you do, people feel it. It's a different vibration. And, uh, you know, I'm committed to truly being the best version of myself, and I'm far from perfect, but I'm very conscious and focused on every single day of, of making sure I practice my rituals regularly, and I'm as optimized as I can possibly be. And don't get me wrong, I'm far from perfect. I fall off the bandwagon sometimes, but I don't stay there for long, you know, and that's fine. Sometimes we have to go visit Dr. Quiet. Uh, that, I, I think this is, this is why you're, um, you know, as uh, successful as you are and your teams are, because you, you are committed to doing this, um, you know, this, this investment and reflection. And, and it, it takes a certain level of confidence to be able to do these things and to be continually uh, open to, um, you know, adjustment and improvement and so on. And then, yeah, once you're being your um, purpose, your energy, and you're uh, aligned with, all of those aspects of what you're doing, then everything is, you know, relatively straightforward, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And, you know, a lot of people are trying to be somebody that they're not, you know, so it's hard to be somebody that you're not. It's, it's, it's wakeful. It's, so when you can be the most authentic version of who you are, then remember your relationships, your real relationships become real relationships. I mean, really real. Because if you're trying to be somebody that you're not, you're going to trust yeah. somebody that you're also not. So therefore, it's not really a relationship. It's just that's why people get with the wrong people because they're at different stages of their life. And that's how they attract. Not saying the wrong people, but the people that they're not vibrating at the highest self. So it's everybody's responsibility to really truly be as authentic as they can um, because then that will lead to vibration and attraction of, of who they truly want to be. Remember, you'll attract into your life you know, who you are, what you are. So be the strongest version of yourself is what I say. And hopefully you'll attract more stronger versions of who they are. And then collectively, the collaboration can be to go on and truly enjoy life because that's what it's all about. Dr. Happy is a good doctor to visit. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. So have you written books and stuff on, on your sort of philosophy and your thinking and stuff? Or I, I know you broadcast or you know you share stuff or you're making programs yeah recently we've i've started to do a bit more on social media i've just been so busy and you know a, a gentleman that i met with said to me you know you're the most unknown person and the things that you've done which i you know i really appreciate him saying but he said you know i wouldn't have known half the things that you've done i didn't know you spoke on stage to twenty thousand people and didn't know and, you know and it's not that it's great that i've done that but I've, i think i've been so committed to building businesses building relationships working on myself i'm not really looked at the social media side but a guy said to me you have a responsibility 
Um, I'm like, oh, you're putting that on me. He says, you have a responsibility to share this with everybody. Um, you know, and, and that's what I really want to do. So my social media is stepping up. I am actually writing a book and uh, Joe Polish, Genius Network, uh, he definitely stole my title because what, the things I've been saying for a long time is, um, and the book title was going to be, what's in it for them? Because any business deal that I do, any relationship that I connect with, I always ask the question, what's in it for them? Because so many people yeah. like, what's in it for me? And they're trying to look from their perspective. But for a true relationship to be long-term, as a good human being, I genuinely want to find out how is this fair value of exchange going to work, not just now, but long-term. See, most people want more for themselves. And that's just how we are. We're habitual beings. Um, and there's a lot of great people out there that the businesses that succeed, that I've seen succeed is two things. Is one, they share the common alignment of the outcome that they want to achieve the results, whether it's helping 10 million people reverse osteoporosis. If that's truly meaningful, that's the end goal. So now we're being pulled towards that as opposed to pushed. And then the second thing is making sure that the working relationships, you can have disagreements and I have disagreements all the time with my business partners, as long as it's healthy, respectful, because if I truly want to collaborate with another individual or a group of people, then I have to be willing to listen to their version of what they're saying. Otherwise, I might as well just go alone. And in that dynamic, we're sharing valuable information that's going to move the needle towards the end goal of what we want to achieve. So, you know, I have been blessed to work with a lot of the best minds on the planet, you know, many billionaires uh, that I've worked in close proximity with and people that are committed to outcomes that truly, truly know how to scale businesses. So, you know, I'd have to be needed to not sort of know a few things, but then you realize that not everybody's had access to just being like a fly on the wall and working closely with these companies. So yeah, it's the responsibility to, to write them book. In fact, I've got uh, the guy we're working with, Richard Moore on emotional wellbeing. He spent the last four decades um, looking at how we can help people become the stronger version through strengthening their emotional boundaries. Um, and I've just asked, I've just asked him, can he write a general book on health and well-being, emotional well-being, and then to go into bone health, how is it correlated to emotional well-being? See, everything's connected. If you've got a fatty liver, that's connected to lean muscle tissue. You see, we have to connect the disconnects, and it's a, it's a, it's a huge mission. And I say we're all trying to build a masterpiece, but every single one of us is, whether we're a small piece, a big piece, without of all collectively working together, then we don't have the full picture. So I am looking to write a couple of books. Um, I am also looking to do more social media podcasts because I think, you know, it's not just me. I have a great team behind me. Um, and I want my my team, the doctors, to be able to help them shine, you know, and help elevate and support them. Because whether they've not got the confidence, a lot of people don't have the confidence to speak. And it's I don't feel like it's confidence. I just feel almost empowered or it's a responsibility to speak up. So I want others around me. You know, one of my things this year has certainly has been to try and help elevate others. They might not have the confidence but my word, have they got the, the knowledge and the information that needs to be shared? So how do we collectively help other people bring out their message to as many people as we can? That, that makes sense. I think you referred to earlier, there is a degree of responsibility. I think the perspective you're bringing is that you, um, you, you have these insights which are, which are actually you know, very remarkable. They're not like a common uh, day thing. And you... Um, You have to build a responsibility to share. And the thing is, you know, uh, any ability we might have is, is, a, is a time limited thing. Uh, our insight, our energy, our enthusiasm, our sort of ability to make a difference 
it's not going to be there forever. The we need to serve may not be there. You know, so I think we have some capability. We have to have a, a plan to sort of share it as responsibly and uh, carefully as you can to really serve the, 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 the people receiving the message and rather than rather than yourself and then it becomes a lot of ego stuff absolutely absolutely hello yep you're back you're back oh, okay so, well we're nearly home now so you you witnessed our journey uh, <laughs> uh, audio audio version of our journey no worries um, well yeah amazing listen I, I let you let you get on. So I, I read Joe Polish's book, and it's a really good book. I, I, and I know Joe a little bit, and uh, uh, I've got a mentor called uh, uh, Dan Sullivan. I don't know whether you come across. Absolutely, that. yeah, Dan yeah. Sullivan. He's uh, yeah. He was in he was in London a couple of weeks ago or something, and uh, I, I was I was in Toronto two weeks ago or something. Anyway, so uh, you know, Dan's uh, Dan's very uh, very insightful and so on. Um, but but I think your book on um, you know how you know how what you can do for them would be different to Joe's book, and uh, you've got particular sort of takes and the perspective on biology and that aspect of it that that I think people would really benefit from understanding and appreciating. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've, I've, I am blessed because I've, I've managed to work with some really really great minds. You know, a mortality expert for three years, Gary Brecker, who you know is blowing up ten X health systems and really you know, revolutionizing the way we look at simplicity in health. You know, how do we get access to good biometric function? You know, there is a few of the, you know, we talk about alternative medicine um, and the things that we can do. Because remember, not everybody has access to the amounts of money that we think we need to get healthy. I'm all about simplifying things uh, as much as I possibly can. Because, you know, my grandmother, she didn't have the understanding of, of osteogenic loading. So it's my responsibility to almost speak English to English, to convert basic good English that she'd understand, but she don't really understand so breaking it down in a way and there's actually what it means to her to have better balance and how that works through this little uh, commitment one time per week so we can reduce the chances of falling. You know, so we have, we have, we have a, so many people speak from their corner and we assume that everybody else knows what they're talking about. So I always ask the question, if I don't know something or a word that I don't know the meaning to, for me to truly understand what we're saying and to understand the English is I need to just clarify and verify and I think sometimes people feel a little bit like the cats because they look stupid. Uh, but I've been committed to asking stupid questions because to me, they're not stupid questions. They're just questions I don't understand or comments or statements or wording. But when I can connect the pieces together, then I can truly understand whether it makes sense for me, whether it makes sense for anybody else is a different uh, story. But then in piecing those, it's then the basic foundations of health to have a good quality, healthy, physical and mind to, you know, to, to just have a good life. You know, life is so can be so abundant. We just need access to basic information and, and hopefully through the resources that we're gonna build out is giving people access to free information without overwhelming them. So they can get little bite sizes of things that we think is gonna move the needle. And it all comes back to emotional well-being. Everybody starts the journey at different places, but everybody starts at the forefront as how they feel. And if somebody's feeling depressed, if somebody's feeling angry, somebody's feeling shameful or betrayed, then if we can put a hook in the pond, you know, and pull them up and, and get them to understand that that's not, you're not anger, you just, you're just carrying it. 
And that's going to change who you are. And that changes every relationship that you've got. You know, if your wife does something wrong and you flip out, it's nothing about your wife. It's something that's clearly charged from a previous incident or even seven generations. We know that it goes ancestrally. That that person in front of you, you were already at a nine. And unfortunately, that person in front of you is like, what the hell is this person crazy? But it's all that anger that comes out in that, in that moment. So if we can melt that glue in the beginning, then we have access to wanting to change and be the strongest version of cells. Unfortunately, we emotionally vomit on everybody our own internal hurt and pain. And, and that's why it's really important, um, my work now that I'm working with a team, to see how we can get this accessible and free. Um, yes, yeah, so, so we, we committed to that, which I'm excited about. That makes sense. Um, Gary, it's been really incredible. Thank you for your forbearance in terms of all the noises and the cars reversing and everything. I get it, um, moving world. But uh, listen, um, let's uh, please see whether we can find time to uh, meet uh, when you're next uh, here. So, yeah, I think Monday, sort of, uh, I'll, you know, we can. I'm at the shard. So, if you if you're around and if you've got time, we can meet for uh, amazing. For a fight to eat Monday or after work might be a better day. Monday might be a better day. So, within the next hour, I'll drop you a line. Do I have your direct contact details? Yeah, I'll I'll message them to you, and then yeah, yes. and if you if you've got time, we can go and get a, a bite to eat in the shard or something. After That'd be nice. Dinner. And, uh, yeah. and have a chat, and uh, and yeah, and then we, we won't we won't take up too much of your time. And uh, don't be silly, no. Yes. It's a pleasure. I look forward to it, and it'll be a it'll be a pleasure to meet with you. All right, super. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Bye. Oh, take care. Bye bye.